Well, put on your safety gear because tonight the inmates are taking over the asylum. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 52 for the week of Wednesday, the 20th of February, 2013. I'm Scott, and with me tonight are... Ben. Justin. And John. This episode is brought to you by ShelfLife.net and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, we celebrate one year of episodes, and after our regular features, we're handing over to you for listener rapid-fire reviews. birthday gentlemen we are one year old Yay. Yay. Excellent. how are we all i thought we were 51 last week we we were 51 episodes now we're one year we're really more than one year because we had a couple of q a's in there that aren't numbered but you know 52 it's a um it's a significant number and of course we're after this we'll have to reboot and nothing will ever be the same um, yeah, I'm going to start wearing lots of pouches, I think. Um, I'm going to add pink to my costume. Oh, cool. <laughs> I'm going I'm to add pants to mine. Just kidding. What? That's outrageous. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you think that the fans get mad about you know the stuff that DC does. If you start wearing pants, people are going to freak out. How will people recognize you on the street? <laughs> 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 so um, restraining orders backwards. <laughs> so Ben, besides um not wearing pants, what what have you been up to lately? Um, I got a whole stack of custom fodder in the mail this week, so I've actually been really excited to keep working on my customs. I'm still doing my uh, Marvel Legends wave. I'll I'll actually do a full six figures, and I've been really. Um, getting some good progress on those, so should have uh, yeah. I've got three figures finished and three more on the uh, on the surgery, undergoing surgery. <laughs> I was going to ask you if I received custom fodder as like code for spare body parts or organs. Or... <laughs> Literally, I mean, you're certainly getting figures for for body parts and that kind of thing. <laughs> have we ever um, taken apart a figure and then really regretted it? Um, I, I'm not normally one of those people who pulls apart a figure completely so that they can sand down all the discs and maintain articulation. I'm not much of a, of a poser. I'm more than happy to find a a good pose for a figure Mm. and then leave them in that position. But, um, recently I did actually have to pull apart a, a DC universe classics figure and goodness gracious, that's a, that's an undertaking and a half. (laughs) (laughs) What are they like on the inside? Um, there's a lot Are of stuff going with on. Candy? No, no oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> Let's just say that um, I-, I needed to get a torso away from a lower half, and uh, yeah, the torso is pretty much wrecked. Oh, bummer. Hmm. What about you, Justin? Have you been dismembering anyone lately? 
Uh, not that I can really talk about, okay. but um, yeah. <laughs> I have been... Do, do you want me to like, press pause for a moment and so you can just share with us? Or, yeah. Just a second. Okay. Screaming. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, this this week has been boring sort of uh, week stuff, but I, I decided to put my Justice League Unlimited on the shelf. Um, and then I forgot how much I hate them yeah. <laughs> as they try to pose them with their ankles and yeah. their, you know, their just refusal refusal to stand up straight. You yes. have to basically have to touch their toes in a sort of frontwards position that no person should be able to do yeah. under any circumstances. <laughs> and you just look up and you think, oh, well, look, six have fallen down so far and it's not too <laughs> bad. Compared to those. <laughs> That's about it. So... Cool. Yeah. And um, John, anything to, to share or confess? We um we started a new like diet type thing here this week. Uh, Tracy got this thing. I think it's emails where they send you a menu for a week, and then they send you a shopping list that's like tailored to Walmart. So you just take it to Walmart, and they give you all the recipes. It's pretty cool. Oh, pretty cool. cool. Yeah, it was really, really low stress shopping for a change, you know. So they give <laughs> you like around. the shopping list that you need to make it, or you... yeah, they they give you you know each they'll they'll give you the whole week worth of menus, and then they have a linked shopping list, and it has like all the brands on it and the prices, and all sorted by hey the produce is in one section, and then the frozen in another section, and just go through and pick it all up. Well, that's handy. Yeah, it's really nice. Marvelous. It, I like, uh, as much as I don't really like winter, um, I like cooking and shopping in winter because you can kind of make, you know, soups and hearty meals and that sort of thing. Mm. And it's a bit more fun. I find, I find, cause I normally plan the menu and do the, the grocery shopping and stuff here. I usually get home before Janet. So I do a lot of the cooking and, um, I feel I have a much better command of my winter menu repertoire than the summer repertoire. <laughs> yes, pea and ham soup. That's the, one of the big ones in winter, Randy. Yeah, it's yeah. my grandmother's recipe, and you put it in the slow cooker yep. in the morning, and when you come in in the afternoon, oh, <laughs> yeah. that, that is champion food. Yeah, Monday, Monday night is soup night for us in winter, and I always do it in the slow cooker. It's good for us because you have leftovers, and yeah. taking something yep. different to, to work for lunch is awesome. Oh, yeah, it's really oh, good. Yeah. Yep, it's good. Um, and what have I been up to? What have you been up to? Um, well, back to work after being away last week. Our house is really coming along. We are probably under the two-month mark from moving, which is a bit terrifying. Very Um, nice. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, but also... Like we're starting to think, oh gosh, we really have to pack. So we're we're only moving like six minutes down the road. Um, <laughs> so, but so some things, you know, we will probably do ourselves, but still, we really have to pack. And um, I have this, you know, slightly significant statue collection that all has to be packed up. So. <laughs> yeah, and I was going to help you move, but I actually hurt my back on the Friday before. Oh bless you. <laughs> now that's all it's all good all all in hand so just when, having to start thinking about some basics when we moved across town we didn't even empty drawers or anything we just pulled them out of like the dressers and took them the way they were <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know that my, my wife is way too um organized to 
allow that to happen. But it's actually, it's always good, I think, when you kind of get to toss out stuff and, you know, go through things and go, why have we kept this and whatever. So that's good because we're not, we're not clutter people besides toys. So, all right. Well, it is very exciting to be kind of hitting the official one year mark. And it's pretty cool um, that in this episode, we are going to be handing over our rapid fire reviews to some of you. And um, we're very thankful to people that have sent them in and um, very thankful that we got a, a nice bunch that we can use. And we really hope that you enjoy them. And, as a special birthday treat, you are going to be getting not one but two episodes this week. John and I had the opportunity to speak to sculptor Tim Miller about his career and also the new DC Collectibles DC Bombshells line, which he is sculpting based on the artwork of Aunt St. Lucia. And uh, it was such a great chat that we decided not to try and cram it into this show, but to make it its own episode. So a couple of days after this episode, 52 comes out, 53 a special interview with Tim Miller will come behind it. So look forward to that. But right now, let's kick things off with some articulated news. X-Men Origins Wolverine. It's all about the claws. Now the unstoppable power of Wolverine could be in your hands. With Clawsome Wolverine action figures, the bad guys are tough, but the claw-popping superhero Wolverine is the toughest there is. X-Men Origins Wolverine action figures and vehicles. Well, we recorded our last episode halfway through New York Toy Fair, and so we are going to pick up with the rest of the news that came out at that time. And, Ben, you've got some NECA and Hasbro news for us. I do, I do. Some NECA some, news. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, NECA, you beautiful, beautiful people. Um, wow, I just... You know, for for most of the companies, you see quite a few reveals, and there's usually one or two items that stand out and you, you, you're quite happy with, and then others just disappoint you completely. But, wow, NECA just really, really brought it this time. There's just so much good stuff. Um, now, for those people that don't know, uh, Robocop is being rebooted, new movie coming out this year. Um, but one of the things they showed at Toy Fair was the new Ed 209 figure. Uh, Ed 209, of course, was the, the sort of the security robot that was developed as an alternative to Robocop, and uh, he, uh, he didn't work out too well. Uh, now, the new Ed 209 looks huge. Um, they didn't have a Robocop figure sort of um, to display with Ed 209 to show the scale, but from what I understand, um, the scale is is very, very close, so this figure should be very big. Um, NECA continue with their 18-inch Marvel figures, but they're also doing DC figures. Now, before you go and get enthusiastic, they are actually based on the um, the first one is Superman from the Man of Steel movie uh, and apparently we're also getting some of the 1966 Batman characters including an Adam West and they'll also be doing a Michael Keaton Batman hmm. um, we saw the 18 inch uh, Iron Man figure which is uh, fully electronic and lights up and all that sort of thing um, we found out a bit more about Pacific Rim but um, one of the really cool ones was actually the Lone Ranger Oh. We got to see uh, the Lone Ranger and, of course, um, Tonto, as portrayed by Johnny Depp. Um, but one of the things that probably would have stood out for a lot of customizers is the fact that they're actually doing silver, the Lone Ranger's horse. And so I think people will be very, very keen to see what sort of scale 
um, that comes in at because uh, in addition to just sort of buying one because it's, you know, the Lone Ranger and silver, um, I'd say that um, people who will be very keen to have a, either an Aragorn or even a, a Wing Victory um, will be looking closely because the detail is, is just amazing. Weren't, weren't people saying they thought it was three and three quarter? Uh, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, the, the I'm pretty, I thought the Lone Ranger figures were actually seven inch. Hmm. So, hmm, interesting. Heard some different, I'd heard some different reports on that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that'll be a bit of a shame. One thing that I, I, I think, obviously, it's a great offering. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame. That's a matter of perspective, right, John? <laughs> <laughs> If there's any questions, listen to last week's episode. (laughs) That's right. One thing that I thought um, was a fantastic offering, just 18 inches to me is an odd choice for a lot of these figures. Quarter scale? I just think that I'm still not sold on quarter scale action figures. Mm. Uh, You know, because quarter scale is sideshow premium format size. And I'm just still not sh- sure about how an action figure, or you know, articulation is going to go at that scale, and whether it's just going to feel like a a giant kind of kid's toy. I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, Neko will certainly keep the prices down. I mean, they'll probably be a, um, a quarter of what a um, premium format statue retails for. So yeah. Um, I mean, I'm very interested to see how they're going to do the Hulk because um, I imagine he'll be over two feet tall. So, I mean, I mean if you're a kid and, and if these are affordable, if they keep the price sort of, you know, down to under $100, they'd be pretty darn amazing for, for you know, a kid who'd just seen the Avengers movie. Sure. So, and, and, hey, it's something different. Yeah, you know, the, yeah that's the, right. It's something different from the stuff that's already out there. If they were doing... Um, you know, twelve inch. That then they're competing with hot toys. You know, so I mean, I I I see the logic behind it, but I still just it, it's not something I could see myself buying. So. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, in other news, uh, it was announced that we'll actually get a second uh, series of aliens figures. Mm-hmm. So that that first series that I'm really excited about, that where we get Hicks and Hudson, uh, we get a, a second series. They also announced a, a new Marines versus Aliens. Um, two packs for the North American market, whatever that means. Um, and I think one of the things I noticed on Facebook was um, one of the Necker guys let's sort of subtly commented that they're actually at work on a um, Queen Alien, mm. which um, will be easily one of my most anticipated figures ever. I mean, if they can do a Queen Alien in scale, that would just be, you know, all sorts of awesome. Um, but speaking of uh, aliens, we also got Predators as well. Um, sneak preview of the upcoming Series 9 and 10 figures. Uh, But one thing I also thought was really, really clever and and just a a real nod to fans, and that is that they um, unveiled a a trophy wall diorama to match the uh, the current action figures. So uh, for those people who remember in Predator 2, there's a scene where we get to see the uh, the Predator standing there and in the background there's sort of a, a wall... Uh, full of trophy skulls, and of course, with the the very famous alien skull, which was you know, subtly added. Um, and so, yeah, we'll be able to get that and actually have a diorama for our figures. But there was all sorts of other things from NECA. There was um, you know more Gears of War stuff and uh, Star Trek Pathfinder, Mage Knight. Um, there was a, a lot of stuff coming out from these guys. So huge output, huge yeah. output at the show. 
real, they're obviously really um, threw themselves into it, which is great to see. Absolutely. And given that the, there was comments um, on a, about a lot of the companies saying that they were clearly holding off uh, more reveals until San Diego, uh, yet NECA really went to town. So I can only imagine what they're going to have for, for San Diego. Yeah, so. yeah. Fantastic. Excellent. Very the, keen um, for that. The one that caught my eye was the mechanical George Washington from uh, Bioshock Infinite. Mm. Yeah, he looks <laughs> fantastic, big, doesn't he? The big gun. That is just a, a cool-looking figure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I and that's seven-inch, so it'll be quite um, quite detailed. So, um, in other news, Hasbro uh, had a sort of, a, a, I don't know, after dabbling around Marvel Legends and not really wowing us, they, they really sort of came through with um, some reveals. Um, we found out about uh, the next series of Marvel Legends, which, um, oh, yeah, look, you know, it's uh, as a Marvel Legends collector, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of reasonably happy with what's coming out. I mean, we finally get the Wrecker, um, though, you know, I still think the, the Wrecking Crew on the, the really big buck just doesn't quite work for me. But oh. um, getting a, a Rocket Raccoon builder figure, which we pretty much predicted as soon as we heard they were going to the mini builder figures, um, they, they finished out that wave. This is the wave that we knew had um, the Hawkeye and the Black Panther and, and the various Jean Greys. Um, one of the reveal figures was um, the Scarlet Spider, which is um, the version that is, is Kane. Um, so, you know, that was... Um, there's also an Age of uh, Apocalypse Jean Grey because apparently for some reason that universe is... Uh, Hanging in there, um, it's, a, it's a universe that just won't die at yes. Marvel, so um, keeps going. But so anyway, I mean, we knew most of those figures, but the one that really did um, surprise us was that they are actually doing a Wolverine Legends six-inch line. Um, so a whole new Legends line, obviously going to tie it in with the film, but surprisingly, instead of being movie-related, it's actually uh, comic-inspired figures. Mm. So, um, you know, once again, we get a Wolverine, which um, which just looks like they've recycled the X-Force Wolverine from the latest Marvel Legends line, which is just recycled from the San Diego um, exclusive box set from last year. We get a Cyclops. We get a new Emma Frost. Um, and I was about to say it's an improvement on the last Emma Frost, but, you know, a, a pile of dog shit painted gold is an improvement on the last, uh, is an improvement on the last Emma Frost. So it's really, you know, you, know, you had me a dog shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but the one that just absolutely blew me away was, um, the new rogue figure. Um, she's in her, her modern sort of X-Men legacy gear, but that's fine by me. Um, Rogue is my my fave gal, so she has been um, desperate for a new figure for a long time. I mean, there was the horrendous sort of Toy Biz one um, mm. with the, the hooker makeup, um, and then we got the um, the X Men Classics sort of in the extreme mm. costume, the red one, which you know it's a nice looking figure, but it certainly doesn't sort of scream Rogue. So this one is. Um, Sort of the more modern uh, green costume with the white trim uses the the Black Widow um, buck, with a, which I think looks quite good. Um, there's a saber tooth in there in his kind of latest incarnation, and the saber tooth is not working for me no. at all. No, um, something is very very odd with that figure. Um, I'm pretty sure it's the Hyperion buck that they've got him on. And, uh, look, I know this is a prototype, blah, 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 
but he just looks strange. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. Is that costume even like a, a costume that he's worn? It is, yeah. Is yeah, it? it's kind of his like most recent looking costume. Oh, okay. It was, it's based on sort of that Ariel Olivetti look. Okay, uh, yeah. But, um, look, yeah, we get a really lame Cyclops that nobody in their right mind asked for, the one from <laughs> the um, uh, X, what is it, X-Men versus Avengers thingy. It's the Phoenix Force 5. Yeah, yeah that one. <laughs> but what's really good is there's actually a, a running change um, with his kind of more modern um, look from the, the recent sort of Uncanny X-Men run. But um, the one that's actually quite exciting for me and maybe not so keen for Justin because he made a pretty darn good custom of this guy, and that is Puck mm. from Alpha Flight. Um, they they said that Puck is the builder figure, but um, I'm sort of counting the number of figures that we're getting here, and I only count five in this wave. So unless it's five figures to a wave and... You know, three figures include builder figure pieces. I'm not quite sure what's going on. So oh, sometimes mm. they, I mean, like if you look at the Hit Monkey wave, for example, not every figure actually had a builder figure piece. Only the new characters. So maybe like, you know, maybe not all of these ki- uh, will have a a builder figure piece. Yeah, but they've still been doing six figure waves, and I only count five figures in this wave. So anyway, that's some um, mystery to be revealed. Um, there's also some Iron Man 3 Legends figures. The, we've talked about these before. These are the ones that come with the, the Iron Munger um, builder figure pieces. And, uh, yeah, look, you know, it's it's exciting enough. Uh, I don't need six new Iron Man figures. A couple of them are quite impressive. Um, I've got a feeling that I'll just be waiting for our um, Chinese friends on eBay to hopefully offer up an ironmonger, and I might just try and pick him up like that. But mm-hmm. um, kudos to, to Hasbro; it's a it's a kick-ass looking figure. It's um, it's a hundred times better than the one the movie version they released in the six-inch line, which is um, terribly undersized. This one's mm-hmm. more uh, more comic book accurate. So, yeah, it, it's a lot of Iron Man figures. I don't want to get a builder figure that I do. <laughs> yeah, given that ones like the um like the horn helmet uh, are basically just a re-sculpted head. Mm. Um you know the the entire body is is just a reuse. Um it's a lot to ask for. But I think uh, it probably is a way of kind of trying to accomplish two things at once because that is the stuff that will probably work really well at retail. Yeah, um, because definitely. you know p- kids will see Iron Man and they recognize it and want it, but then you know a lot of collectors will buy them to get the builder figures. So it's probably pretty smart from their their point of view. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in other Hasbro news, I'm, I'm surprised we've managed to talk uh, about six-inch figures for this long without anybody complaining. So we'll <laughs> move on now to the, the three-and-three-quarter world. Um, quite a few new releases for the Marvel Universe collectors amongst us. Um, we uh, we get to see Rhino, uh, new Captain America, Mysterio, uh, Electra, Baron Zemo, and uh, a cloak and dagger. Yeah, that's exciting. Anyone disappointed by Dagger's costume? That's a little. Uh, it's a it's little uh, conservative, actually. Yeah, it's very conservative. You'd actually be hard pressed to tell that the dagger, sort of on the torso of her costume, was actually skin. That just looks like um, a zipper. Yeah, yeah it's certainly you know, not. Big. You know, I was looking at the cloak figure, and um, I, I just don't know because I never pictured him actually having a body like that. 
No, I think that's generally um, the way he's portrayed is, you know, you see the face and just this swirling cloak and, and there's not much else to see, basically. And, I mean, that's the whole idea is you, if, you, if you try to sort of look in there, there's nothing but that sort of abyss. So, yeah, so Abysses I, I are know. hard to sculpt, though. Well, that's right. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and one that actually was pretty cool, which is some um, um, was it um, a bomb that, that finally gets yes. a figure? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I actually think a bomb was a, a great idea. I thought yeah. you know that bringing Rick Jones into the superhero fold by giving him the the a bomb persona was a clever idea. Mm-hmm. So yeah, lots of good stuff. Oh, it's a d- definitely um, really encouraging for Marvel Universe fans because you you know it's been a little bit slow, and so. Um, in in terms of reveals and things, and particularly, um, I think even up until the Hercules Nighthawk wave, a lot of that was still David Vonner stuff, even though he wasn't there anymore. And yeah. so to see um, some fresh stuff and new characters, which is you know what we want to see, is pretty exciting. And uh, I think that one thing that this line has the capacity to do is to just throw little surprises like a cloak and dagger. Um, that you know you're not expecting that just keep you interested. Um, That's right. Which is great. It's good to see that Baron Zemo getting a single pack because it is a great figure. Um, and uh, Mysterio is. I, I'm pretty sure that Mysterio was actually at San Diego, um, but it's good to see him actually happening. Um, yes. And one thing I like about the Mysterio figure is that they actually have gone to the trouble to obviously put a head in there. Yeah, it's not just a white, white marble. Yeah, like I'm really keen to see what it actually is inside when you when we get it. So that's good fun. The the paint on Valkyrie is a little disturbing, though. In what? Like it's not good paint, or Um, it it maybe highlights the figure a little wrong. I don't know. It just doesn't. I would have expected that to be sculpted or something. Okay. Well, <laughs> oh, they're doing the executioner as well, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he would have had some six inch love by now. No, oh, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> Bowen, Bowen's actually about to do an executioner statue, which is pretty cool. Um, and I think it might be coming on a. a there's a. They're doing a full size enchantress. Um, as well, and I think they're going to be separate releases, but perhaps they can, like the bases can be joined together, which is mm. going to be fun. Why can't we get a Thor Legends wave? We could, uh, that'd be fantastic. I, I bet they... you'll see that at San Diego. Mm. If, if you're seeing it. So long as they don't yeah. do an Ulic, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> sure I'd, probably, I'd probably be okay with Ulic if they did Mangog. Because uh, I put about twelve thousand hours into mine. <laughs> you should try and sell it to them. They could, <laughs> they could use it as a mold. Mm. You never know. That's right. Never know. Well, that's an awesome amount of news. Thank you very much for that, Ben. Um, John, what have you got to share with us? Well, um, Bridge Direct they showed soft some more Hobbit figures Yay. because you know obviously we didn't get all the dwarves the. The first time through, so we're seeing uh, Boffer, Nori, Ori, Dory, Gloin, Oing, Biffer, Bomber. <laughs> I, oh, dude, he's lost he's it. Having he's having a, a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> John! 
I've been, I've been practicing that on mute for a few minutes here. <laughs> so they're they're gonna to finish out the, the dwarves, which which is cool because I mean you really if you got one you got to have them all oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, they've got a an Azog, which is I believe one of the the goblins, right? Yep. Yeah. And um, the one probably that's most interesting is they've got the the brown wizard Radagast. Mm. That's a that's a nice figure, really. Look, it's the detail. Even though these are, um, you know, a little bit smaller scale than I personally would have liked them, they've really managed to throw in some nice detail on some of the cloaks and um, weapons and things. Yeah, they they've done a nice job with the textures, which I think mm. really, you know, is what sells these. Is looking pretty mm. pretty decent, um, you know, because that that whole world is textured and mm. everything seems to have some kind of you know cloth or weave to it and i think they did a nice job with that mm, um, yeah i mean they're not for me from a buying perspective but I, i'm definitely liking looking at them and something else yeah well you know last week we talked about six inch star wars and you guys all heard my opinion on that so i, I you know, can't if, recall did you did you have a strong view I'm not, <laughs> if, yeah, <sorry. laughs> if, if if bigger is better we must go bigger yet and <laughs> You know, we're not going to stop at no 18-inch figure. Jack Pacific has decided they are going to do a 31-inch Darth Vader with seven points of articulation. Um, Jack Pacific. Yeah, I, it's that is weird. You know, why wouldn't have Hasbro have kept that in-house? Probably because they knew it wouldn't sell. Um, <laughs> sure, you can I, do that. No problem. <laughs> I just I don't understand this one and if the picture is right and i don't know if that's a picture of an actual vader or the actual figure but it looks like it's probably a prequel style vader yes yeah imagine Uh, Darth vader sitting on the bus heading over to jack specific so he can undergo the uh, real scan process (laughs) (laughs) reading the paper Force choking people that try and take his seat. <laughs> the Imperial Times. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So um, oh, I, I, um, I be... almost want to go rent a Darth Vader costume and just ride around town on a bus now. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you'll be adding this to your collection for sure, won't you? I'm trying to figure out who would buy this. Um, if that's the figure, it's the most neutral pose you could put him in, and you wouldn't want to display him like that, I wouldn't think. I think it's bizarre if they are going to go with the prequel styling for this, because to me, the only people that would want this would be really diehard fans that would want the original trilogy um, styling. Because, you know, I think a lot of people, casual observers, would look at that and go, oh, that's that's not right. You know, what are those red stripes? Yeah, but even as a kid, I mean, it'd be like one of those, you know, those older Barbie dolls that were that that tall. That you could Who dance plays with? with those. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you were dancing with them, huh? No, I'm saying that you could dance with. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you know who would actually be interested in, potentially interested in this? And that'd be the, um, the fans of um, Shogun Warriors. Yeah. But even they were shorter than that, weren't they? Weren't they 24? Oh, they vary. 
It's definitely big. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I think we can all agree. Yeah, I, I just I, I don't know where you would display it even. <laughs> okay, so something less weird. <laughs> you think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin. So, oh, sorry. Okay. Does everyone remember a few months ago when Mattel was struggling to continue the Masters of the Universe Classics line? You know, we all had to uh, vote with our hands on our hearts saying, oh, we love this, you know, here we go. And the night before, it was down to like 80%, and then the day after, it got up to 135%, and uh, grey skies cleared, and, and the <laughs> sun came out, and everything was happy. <laughs> so now we're getting a, another sub, uh, like a sub-sub. For uh, Master of the Universe Classics, <laughs> we're getting a sub, sub. filmation sub. Um, so we've, we've already been... The, the three first figures have been revealed to be Batros, uh, Isa, and Shikodi, who were there all from, obviously, filmation episodes back in the day. <laughs> um, so, so meant to be so six. So what exactly, what exactly is filmation, Justin, for those who may not be inclined... Filmation were basically a, a, a cookie cutter um, cartoon company back in the uh, 80s, and they had uh, heaps and heaps of uh, cartoon license. They had Fat Albert on the air. They had. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey! <laughs> they had, uh, what else they had? The Real Ghostbusters. Um, basically, any, any sort of cartoon in, in the late 70s to 80, uh, uh, sort of mid 80s was Filmation produced. But um, it's just mind-boggling that, you know, the line was in such trouble and now we're going fully ahead with this uh, sub-line, mm. the Club Filmation sub-line, and mm. it's open for a, for a couple of weeks only and, you know, vote with your wallets again to get this out of the way and I don't know. I, I, I don't know anymore. <laughs> just <laughs> hands up in the air sort of thing. Are you, are you going to be buying this? Of course. Because <laughs> I'm a sucker. <laughs> I mean, I think it's probably a bit clever in terms of, you know, the filmation stuff is very specific. You know, certain people um, would yeah. probably not be happy to get these, you know, in their, yeah. their, their well, club attorney. Yeah. Yeah. I saw one of the video video releases of Scott that um, – because they had the filmation um, license, they got that well into the line and yeah. it had already been established and his, and his roadmap had been uh, sorted out that they're sort of going to make up for lost time with this uh, sub-line okay. for club filmation. That was his reasoning behind it. But um, un- unless you're in those sort of thing, a casual collector I don't think would have any interest in, in this. Um... So you watched the video, did you? I watched a bit of the video. Did, did, it was did... tacked on to the Castle Grayskull uh Did he cry? Video. <laughs> I cried. I laughed. It was a full gamut of emotions. No, I said, did toy, did, did toy guru cry? <laughs> no, no, he was quite happy. Okay, he's <laughs> obviously quite... feeling a bit less needy these days. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I'm I just guess. trying to make really sure that we never get an interview with him. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you like me? Sorry. Yes. Okay. I'm moving on to some sort of happier news. Uh, we're continuing on with the 1966 Batman stuff, and uh, apart from the glorious figures that are coming out from the um, the six-inch line, we're also getting uh, Mezzets, which are the the vinyl sort of uh, renditions of characters. So far, all we've seen is the um, the Batman, Adam West Batman, and Burt Ward Robin, and also the 
scaled in Bat, uh, Batmobile as well, which is pretty cool. Mm. Um, could possibly just pick that up for the for the Batmobile to tell you the truth. But uh, in the blurb as well, we see that a Joker and a Riddler pack is also coming. So you know, the six, 1966 likeness rights have been well and truly paid yeah, for, and yeah. away we go. <laughs> I wonder if there's a hold off. I wonder if Adam West is uh, making some good some good dollars out of this. I hope he is. Um, and uh, yeah, I wonder. I wonder what the uh, likeness rights would have been for him. Yeah. I wonder if they can sit in that Batmobile. Are they articulated? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, I'm not I too sure. I think the, I know the arms are on them. I don't know if the legs are or not. I'm thinking they are. I, sort of I've like got a, a very Fisher Price. Uh, remember that when we were kids, those farmhouse. <laughs> oh yeah. With the um, they just sort of sort of pop in. Yes. <laughs> seen that sort of thing uh, happening to little leg holes for the Batmobile. Yeah, that's um, I certainly remember those. It's like the Flint, the Flintstones. Um, you know, just stick them right through, and they can yeah. pedal with their feet, kind of toys. Flintstone <laughs> the car. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Um, I've got a couple of bits of mini mates news. The first one is interesting because it helps fill a gap in our um, episode fifty-one. Um, they have revealed the Iron Man 3 Minimates lineup, um, which has the characters that you'd expect, like War Machine, Iron Patriot, Iron Man, uh, Mandarin. But then it also has, uh, Maya Hansen and Aldrich Killian, um, which is, I'm pretty sure, the name of the character that we were trying to work out on the Lego box last week that we couldn't read. Um, which made for such great radio. Um, so there you go. You can fill in the blanks if you're a, a Minimate fan for those. The Mandarin looks quite good, actually. Got, yeah, he does look good. Yeah, got nice effort on the groovy sculpted cape there. Um, and the Ben Kingsley license, that likeness. So there you go. I wonder which, what the variant, because normally, they, I mean, they don't have enough packs there. I mean, there are two packs probably, right? So There's still one to be revealed. So, um, Iron Pet, Iron Man and Mandarin are together. Um, War Machine and Maya Hansen, Aldrich Killian, and Cowboy Tony Stark. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Those are only going to be available on the comic specialty market. Go figure. And then Iron Patriot will be with a top secret figure. Ooh. Yeah, so perhaps there's something still to be revealed. A whiplash. A backlash. A backlash. <laughs> um, and in other Minimate news, we haven't seen actual figures yet, but we've seen the art for a set of Invincible Minimates, um, which I think is quite fun. So it's Invincible, Adam, Eve, Omni-Man, and Alan the Alien. Cool. They look cool. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they look cool. I mean, that's a easy little... I'm, I'm not sure if it's two sets of two or if it's all going to be in one pack, but... That's great fun, and there's some, you know, Invincible doesn't get a lot of merchandise, so that's something fun for Invincible fans. And then we move on to, last but not least, the DC Collectibles news, and they actually revealed quite a bit um, at Toy Fair. It's, you know, again, regardless of what you think about the, you know, focus on the New 52 stuff, it's great to see that their output um, is still there. So they revealed a Pandora figure. I have to say, I still I don't know anything about this character. No, me either. Oh. Sorry. 
Oh. She's going to come with a giant skull. Oh. Yay. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking so, that my giant skull collection has been pretty light on lately. Yeah, I think there'll be a few giant skull people that'll be really excited. And then they also announced uh, something quite interesting, which is a pack of seven figures, um, four of which are new. So the seven pack is going to have Batman, Flash, and Aquaman in it, plus brand new figures of Black Manta, Captain Cold, and Joker with the strapped-on face, super creepy-looking <laughs> action, um, which is, I mean, they've done a really good job of that sculpt. And then there's a cat, a Catwoman in there, and at the moment they're saying that Captain Cold, Black Manta, and Joker will be sold separately, but Catwoman will only be available in the pack of seven. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand the logic. Um, but they did that with Superman with the We Can Be Heroes pack, and then they issued him separately, so... Uh, like... I, I'm not, I'm not going to... I understand... I think part of what they're doing, because they're doing like a Trinity 3-pack as well of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and I think partly what DC Collectibles model is is that they want to have um, stuff that is more around and available on a more continuing basis than just limited edition, and that's one reason why they're not doing the numbering on their statues anymore, etc. Um, but these sort of seven packs um the only thing i'd say is that the the price on them is not bad like you know i bought all the the single carded um justice league figures and then when i saw the price of the seven pack at the end i was like damn i should have <laughs> waited so, um these all look really good though i'm not really the only one of these that i don't really like the redesign of is captain cold he looks what with the beanie on his head? <laughs> oh, I don't know what that is, but he's got he's got a very cool ice accessory. It's it's cool. Um, and then there is a Black Adam figure as well, which I think is a, just going to be a single carded. He looks great. There is a Swamp Thing figure which looks amazing. Um, and this is the new Fifty Two version with the wings, etc. And so I suspect he's going to be. Why, why does he have antlers? That's all part of his. Um, he, you know, mutated or whatever in the beginning of the new series, and do they do they get a lot of deer down in like you know the swamps? <laughs> Winged deer, no less. Yeah, I don't know. I did. I didn't. I, I didn't. Um, stick with it. I'm still reading Animal Man, but not Swamp Thing. So no, I gave yeah. up as well. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's still that's an awesome figure. Like that's for for what it is. It's really groovy. Um. And then on the statue side, we finally saw some hope for the Cover Girls series, which is very um, encouraging. They're doing Platinum for the Metal Men. And yes, it's the New 52 version, but it's an, a new character in the series, mm. um, which makes me happy. What do you think, Ben? Um, uh, yeah, full props that they haven't just gone for another, uh, you know, an existing character that we've already had. Um, I mean, you know, I really would have liked to have seen the, the, the classic sort of platinum, that, that sort of classic 60s look, but um, I, just, I guess under the new DC new banner, we're just not going to see that. They just don't seem interested in hanging on to anything that, that's considered classic. It's all about... Um, new and, and re, re sort of imagining uh, these characters for 
sort of modern times. So um, I didn't have any expectations that do the classic. And look, it's not bad. Um, I, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sold that that I'm actually going to get it. I, I've sort of severed ties with the series at a at a good time. So don't know. I think I'd have to see this one in person. Yeah, I mean, I, I am always a sucker for a new character, like a character that hasn't been done before. And so just seeing that, I, I'm still, <laughs> the character selection aside, the posing and stuff of these does not match up well for me with um, just how well the Adam Hughes series was done. Um, but, I, you know, I'll definitely be getting this because I think it's great fun. Um, I also saw previews of a new Batgirl um, statue in this line and a, and a new Supergirl as well so I'm finally going to own a Covergirl's Batgirl statue seeing as I refuse <laughs> to buy the first one and I'm then validated <laughs> validated finally um, in, yeah 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 in, you'll give in, in, in wait. no I will not absolutely not I hate that thing um, and now that, now that hate is such a strong word I, speaking speaking of hate yes why could could they please just stop with the the Ardman figures? Uh, Why? <laughs> I'm I'm Why? totally with you. I just don't get that at all. I like whoever thought that was a good idea. I don't know. I, I, they're, it, it, they're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll probably sell. You know. I mean, we're not we're obviously not the market for that. Because I don't think they're aimed at the diehard action figure collectors they're aimed for people that go oh that's cute which you know that's they're, they're, they're... no it's it's not even cute oh, i don't i agree does but... anyone find the um i find the catwoman one particularly disturbing it's <laughs> <laughs> horrible it's just horrible she's a little plump <laughs> <laughs> a little too much cream there sister <laughs> I, I mean superman just looks like a doofus in a couple of last DC collectibles things, we for people that were worried that maybe the Arkham City or Arkham Asylum line was dead, which was not me, but I did hear that. Um, they're doing another of the big oversized um, versions, which is a Solemn Grun- Solomon Grundy with um, removable internal organs by the look of it. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I know that everyone has just been screaming out for that. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There you go. Well, that's a, a spoiler from the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think. I don't know. Oh, great. He dies. I Fantastic. Th- I thought I, I thought I heard that. <laughs> um, and the next in the Watchmen statue series is Ozymandias. And, I mean, I'm not collecting this, but that is a very cool statue. I'm not quite sure how they're. Because um, he's kind of levitating in a, a a meditating pose and being supported by his cape there, obviously. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, very cool if that's your thing. Um, and uh, I think this this statue series is end up kind of being quite nice, actually. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So good job, DC Collectibles. I mean, like good good amount of output there. It's great to even even though a lot of it may not be for us. Um, it's great that they're still supporting their stuff with um, new toys. Indeed. Indeed. All right. Well, that wraps up Articulated News and our Toy Fair coverage. 
We will be right back with the next installment of the AFB podcast game, Name That. My name is what? My name is My name is It's name Sadie. My name is My name is My name is It's name Sadie. My name is Excuse me. My name is It's name Sadie. Can I have the attention of the class? Well, now it's time for everybody's favorite podcast game, Name That. John is also engineer nerd from TVandFilmToys.com, and he not only runs a fantastic set of games over at his website, he also runs an audio version for us, and uh, the aim of the game is to listen to an action figure sound or uh, sound clip, and guess where it's from. So over to you, John. Well, thank you. Um, Last week, I decided to kind of delve into regions that I hadn't really explored previously, except for the oh, the, 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 the glamour gals. Um, I, I kind of went something a little more on the, the, the girly side of things and uh. the sound, the sound sounded a little something like this. Magic things shine everywhere. Cause it has a secret power. So, uh, gentlemen, any, any guesses on what this is? I had, Absolutely no idea. <laughs> Same. I listened to it and I was just like, no, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, huh? I, I figured I, I figured you'd get this one, Scott. Me? Yeah, you. No. <laughs> that. Justin, how about you? Uh-uh, Any no. guesses? <laughs> you, get, you guys are going to die on this one. It's a um, commercial for the She-Ra Crystal Castle. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So, I, I I even went kind of the Masters of the Universe route, and uh, I changed it up a bit. I, I I think that was quite clever because I just it sounded so kind of girl toily to me. I was just like, no, nope, no idea. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I I was actually looking for Barbie stuff, and I, I came across that. I was like, oh, okay. You were looking for Barbie stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That was just eBay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you done stumped us, John. That's good. Good. I try. <laughs> so we'll, we'll move on to this week's sound. You can change it to a landwalker and a mighty fortress. Non-volt battery not included. Sold separately. Enemy attacking. Now it has dramatic controls. And we'll play it one more time. You can change it to a landwalker and a mighty fortress. Non-volt battery not included. Sold separately. Enemy attacking. Now it has dramatic controls. And as always, if you got any guesses, come on over to the forum because, you know, guessing is fun for us all. And uh, we enjoy seeing the guesses because sometimes I give clues. So that's afbforum.com. It is indeed. Well, thanks for that, John. And coming up next, we'll be talking about the new items that we've added to our collections this week. Thunder, 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 thunder. Introducing evil mutant warriors. Rattero, Soldier Man, Croon the Destroyer. Battle against Lion-O and the new Thundercat allies. Hatchy Man, Snowman. Tesco Warrior, the battle is on for the Sword of Omen. Figures and vehicles each sold separately from LJF. Well, we're all here because we buy stuff. Some of us 
a lot. And so this is where we um, confess uh, and uh, share our um, weekly expenditures with each other and discuss any new acquisitions or pre-orders that we've made between uh, last time we spoke and now. And uh, Ben, you are up at the confessional first, so over to you. Yes, uh, I've been mentioning it for a while now. I've been tempted by the 4-inch uh, Playmates Ninja Turtle figures, uh, and a few weeks ago I caved, <laughs> and I bought them, uh, and I bought lots of them, uh, <laughs> and, and I bought a vehicle. And Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I kind of got carried away. <laughs> <laughs> you bought the vehicle as well. So well, I, I bought them as well, Ben. I only, <laughs> bought the, I only bought the Turtles but the 4-inch ones. I didn't buy any vehicles. Well, I I got the turtles, and it turns out there's 24 figures to a case, and you only get two hand ninjas in a case. So when I I bought the four uh, turtles, I picked up Splinter, uh, and April, uh, and Shredder, uh, and two <laughs> foot soldiers, and I was going to call it quits. And then the Shell Razor van came out, and I had a Toys R Us gift card, so I kind of like bought that. <laughs> And then, like, last week I went into Toys R Us and they had another assortment, only this time the Krangs were there. So I kind of picked up a couple of Krangs and then I was at Toys R Us um, on the other side of town and they just put out a case and basically all the figures were there. So there was Hand Ninjas and Krangs, so I kind of picked up a few more. So, yeah, I I kind of went. What's a Krang? Sorry, you lost me there. Krang in the right. new cartoon. Well, Krang's a, a sort of a classic uh, villain. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. I gotcha. But, but in the new cartoon, they're actually a race of aliens. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So that's why you got more than one. That's why, that's why I got yes. confused. I was like, why so many Krangs? Yes. So, uh. And they're actually, I mean, the, the actual Krang figure is a little disappointing because they have um, very, Funny. very poor articulation. There's only five points of articulation, but... The Krang in the stomach of the um, of the android robot thingy um, is actually um, rubber, and you can actually pull him out. So he, he comes out and sits on his own, like in the in the cartoons. So yeah, I kind of went a little silly. <laughs> Ring me next time, and we can go through wants and needs. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like I'd like to, but I sold my phone so I could buy hand ninjas. <laughs> I, I totally hear you because I really, you know, I bought the Raphael last weekend. At one stage, I had a whole bunch of them in my hand. And then I was just like, no, no, I've got no place for this and I have no money and no. So then I just got Raphael. Right. Yeah, it was because it was before payday. If it had been after payday, <laughs> could have been a little bit different. I was also waiting for some money that kind of went astray somehow. Oops, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but we won't talk about that on air. No. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, Justin, speaking of money that went astray, yes. <laughs> um, how did your money go astray this week? Well, in a good way. I was perusing, perusing rather. Perusing? Oh, heavens. <laughs> I think there's That's a pill for that. West. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a job lot of uh, Howard the Ducks, and I couldn't I couldn't resist. So I picked up some 70s goodness there with uh, Howard, and I've been working my way through that. Um, also, some um, new minifigures, Lego ones. I've got the... Uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde one. Oh, very good. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, and the Battlestar Galactica guy, the the Cylon sort of looking guy. Was that by oh, cool. stealth or just by random? Just I didn't have time. I just went bang bang. And got <laughs> two ones that I cool. that I wanted. Um, and also, we we mentioned on the forum last week or the week before, Eli started a thread about uh, board games and card games. And I just happened to mention in the thread that I was after uh, Hero Quest, which is a game from the early nineties. It's sort of like a Dungeons and Dragons played on a on a board, um, and within a little while of writing that, Adam uh, Westy got back to me and said that uh, he had one from his youth and he'd be willing to uh, part with it. So I bought that off him. Cool. And we've been playing that all week, and it's, <laughs> it's actually been pretty good fun. It's it's been really good fun. We um, we haven't had any iPads on. We haven't had any distractions. We've been sitting at the table after school and we've been sitting down and, and playing this for for a couple of hours each night so it's it's been oh, really cool. yeah it's Excellent. been that's it's fantastic been fun and just to to go on with this as well just from the from the forum um a package arrived out of the blue i think it was about three fridays ago two fridays ago um rather large package and i looked at it and uh it was from eli and i thought well, what's this i didn't I, didn't, I haven't spoken to Eli about um, anything. I didn't, you know, have any deals going with him or anything like that. But it was, I opened it and it was actually one of his um, bookbinding uh, projects. But it was uh, Blue Beetle, and it was the the Origin issue plus the twenty four regular issues from Blue Beetle's run in the eighties. And I was I was absolutely blown away with the mm. gift and the gesture. <laughs> it was just, it was uh, phenomenal, and it, it it's. It took me back a bit. I was, I was really, um, I don't know, <laughs> lost for words because I was, I was having a really shitty day and this arrived. And, wow. and anyway, I, I spoke to him personally by phone. He was at work and just to say, you know, really thank you. And I wanted to thank him on air as well. I didn't want to do it on the forum. I wanted to sort of catch up with him in the show, but I thought he'd probably listen to this at some stage. But, yeah, once again, you, you set this place up, Scott, as a, as a place for us nerds to hang out and it's – the karma value uh, with the forum, um, yeah. Um, what can I say? Well, I was speechless. It was a fantastic gesture from him. Yeah, that's and I, pretty indeed, awesome. I really thank him. Yeah, he did an exquisite yeah. job. Well done. Yeah, and he must have got my address from someone. So I don't know who was. Oh, I don't uh, know who that could have been. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I would go with the person that has the. Uh, most convictions for stalking on the forum. <laughs> it's not me, by the way. <laughs> cool. Well, that, that that is very good. Very good yeah. news story. So good on you. Yes. And um, yeah. it's nice to have something nice to say about Eli, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. He is a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, John, say something nice about yourself. Well, Wait. I also got some mini Lego minifigures this week. I got the. Um, the Cyclops and the Alien Marine and the cop. So right, I, the, the cop has little rubber handcuffs, and I, I just those are cool. <laughs> I, I was impressed by those. And the the Cyclops, when you pull his headpiece off, he's actually got a regular Lego head underneath that the eyes painted on, but it's got a little mouth on it too. So even without the big head, he he looks pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> but um. In addition to that, I talked to my dad a while back about making a display for the, the Lego minifigures and kind of being able to fit the uh, 
little base plates into it. And I told him the wrong thing, and he made me a display that'll hold 12 of them instead of a 16 for a series. But I don't even have 12 of them, I don't think, so it really wasn't an issue um, yet. Uh, And he did that. He he has a website where he makes uh, various woodworking items, and he does a lot of, like, uh, displays for bottles and jars and um, craft-type items. And that's over at uh, woodbits.com. Woodbits with a Z. So, um, or is it? He, he does. Yeah. Um, yeah Tracy kind of. Because he's cool. You know, my dad's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it does look excellent. John, it's it's fantastic. I'm, I've been looking through it and it's. Yeah, it, it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want one he, of those, those stands to hold the paint pots. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. If if you write him, he'll ship him. I, he's oh, well. shipped all over the world. I I know he shipped uh, to England and Canada, and you know he ships everywhere. Um, but and that's kind of like his, he had this business. Oh, I want to say four or five years at least. Really? And, and, yeah, and he just you know, I, it, he doesn't advertise, and um, people just find him. And once like a message board finds him and says, Oh, Hey, this guy has this stuff. He'll just like get traffic from it. And he's got, you know, he gets orders every week and he's just happy doing that. And oh, yeah. I mean, obviously he's retired and, um, you know, he just kind of gets some, some play money from it, but he has a lot of places that'll order, um, order them for resale. So he'll, they'll maybe order 10 at a time or, okay. or something like that. So, uh, and then he does custom ones. A lot of times people will go, well, I have this bottle that I want to take to a craft show, but I need a, a special, you know, I'll, can I send you a bottle? They send him a bottle and he, <laughs> he makes, you know, how, how many do you want? That's fantastic. You know, how many bowls? Yeah, it, it's pretty cool. But, you know, I was thinking, oh, I, you know, if I had something for those little Lego minifigures that the, the plates could sit into. So, yeah. Um, and, and he said, you know, he can obviously do a, a, a four tier, a 16 figure one as well which would which would be cool you know so i like that better than the um the lego ones that they make because they're a bit um i, I like that it's a tier thing as opposed to just them stacked on top of each other yeah and that's yeah. what i really wanted mm-hmm. you know I, I i need to talk to him about making some other ones you know for like gi joe figures and stuff too mm-hmm. if he just made me some steps i could probably you know, drill and dowel the ones I wanted, you know, where I wanted them. But, um, this turned out fantastic. And, and I, and I want to get some regular pictures taken. I, this was just a quick shot I, I threw in here for you guys. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was, I, I got it and I was like, Oh, this is pretty cool. And I couldn't wait to get figures on it. And I got figures on it and it just, it blew me away how cool it looked. So, <laughs> so I have to say thank you to my dad. And, Yay. Yay. John's hey. dad. Hey, no, thank you. <laughs> and your sponsor. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I'll send him. I'll send him the red card. <laughs> um, anything else for you, John? No, that was it. It's been a slow week. Cool. Well, you guys have reminded me. I got Lego minifigures as well. Um, I'm desperate for the chicken suit guy, but we yeah, got. Yeah, me too. Yeah, the girls and I um, had a go the other day, but what we, we had three, and we got the waiter, the heroic knight, and the plumber, or as my younger one said it. Boring, boring with a sword, <laughs> boring with a plunger. Um, so, I the, want plunger guy. I know, but we like the, the the kids want the mermaid and the forest maiden and blah blah blah. And 
I want chicken soup, guys. So it was a bit of a... <laughs> or Cyclops. I want the Cyclops, too. This is so fun. He is cool. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Um, but then in the stuff I normally collect, I picked up a couple of new um, statues from All-Star Comics. Um, DC Collectibles-wise, I got the Booster Gold bust, um, which, again... New 52 version, but sucker for a character that's never been done before. And I like this better in person than um, in photo, so I'm glad I I got it. Um, I'm still will complain once again that I don't like the new bases they're doing for these busts. I think they're weird. Um, but the it's actually quite a good um, bust. And they remembered his Legion flight ring. They got it on the correct finger and um, they um, painted it well, so I'm happy. Um, because they, they've gone through a phase of in the comics of putting them on the ring finger, not the middle finger, and they're meant to be on the middle finger. So I'm happy about that. And then I know that you, Ben and John, will be thrilled to know that I got the first statue in the Metallic Superman statue series, um, and this is the Frank Miller version, so... Gotta dance, gotta dance. <laughs> do you do you even have a Christmas tree big enough to put that on? <laughs> you know Frank Miller hates Superman, right? I don't care about him. That's uh, <laughs> if you have a look at a statue and then now then just um, sing like you know Gene Kelly's gotta singing in the dance. rain. Yeah. <laughs> singing in the, the rain roots. in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's very cleverly constructed and um the only thing that is odd about it i think is that (laughs) this is from my perspective okay we don't let's not rehearse everything we talked about last week about the sketches but um the is that the soles of his boots are painted white of course yeah i (laughs) i've just never really pictured superman with White soles, red boots. Because they're Chuck Taylors underneath. (laughs) (laughs) So I saw that, and it wasn't. It's obviously a design choice because it's painted. It's not like, you know, that they just didn't paint paint it. Um, so like, I wonder why they decided to do that. But I'm I'm certainly not going to get every statue in this series. I don't buy every Batman black and white. But it's these are in scale with the Batman black and white um series. So. Um, you know, that you can kind of collect them. They don't take up stacks of space, but there's some clever ones coming along, and so I'll get the ones that I like, and um, I'll be sure to taunt you with it. And uh, this was sculpted by our friend Tim Bruckner, um, who um, we all know now has got a fantastic sense of humor. So, um, you, you know what that looked good next to? What? <laughs> Your Bane statue. <laughs> Yeah. I haven't actually, I haven't got Bane out on the, the shelf because I'm, I'd have to do some rearranging before he'll fit because he's taller than all the other ones. So, and, uh, yeah, so he's still in the box. You'll be pleased to know. Um, and then on the Bowen side, I got the Maestro bust. Um, this is the Maestro Hulk. Um, and, uh, you know, a character that I like, but not enough to buy the, there is a full size statue of this already. But now that I'm getting a bit of a Hulk, shelf going of Bowen stuff. Um, this is a good one to add to it. And uh, Randy Bowen did this sculpt himself, and it is really nice. Um, very big. 
um, mm. and, uh, and and really good fun. V- the paint's fantastic. Um, very nicely done. So I'm very happy with it. And I also got my Mattel January stuff, which was St. Walker for Club Infinite Earths, and then Natosa, which I still think sounds like a skin problem, um, <laughs> for Club Eternia. You sound thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I just looked at Natasha and I was like, why am I still buying this stuff? Like, seriously. <laughs> you just, had a month of blue useless figures. Just so I can get Ram Man. Like, you know. I, but anyway, I'm not. I'm just. Um, Natasha is not even going to get open. She's going to go straight on to my please, please buy this from me list. You know, she's got a, a net that she tosses, right? Yeah, yeah, net, net tosser. No, I'm, I'm with you. I know, it's just highly yeah. Uh, yeah, no, imaginative. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like, and, and in the figure, it looks like it's, like, made out of, like, a laundry basket, like a plastic laundry basket or something. It's just, uh, seriously, it's, I mean, obviously, I'm sure that someone considers this to be a must-have character in the line. Yeah, but, that'd um, be fantastic, her raging into battle with her net. I'll just pull out a gun and go, bang! <laughs> <laughs> Indiana Jones style. <laughs> Imagine, like, she pulls it out and it gets tangled or something. Like, oh, 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 hang on, hang on. <laughs> That's right. Oh, sorry, I've got a snag. <laughs> just, wait, just stay there. <laughs> Don't move. Imagine Imagine trying to like recruit her. So you, you drop by her shack, and there's a sign on the door that says "Gone Fishing." Oh. <laughs> I feel like that scene of Mystery Men where all the superheroes come around to the pool party. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh well, I mean, you know, she'd never have to like buy reusable shopping bags or anything. She, <laughs> yeah, I mean, she yeah, it comes in handy, I guess, in ways. Right. That's right. It's, um, oh my gosh. Uh, anyway, so there you go. So, yeah, probably not going to be a keeper in my collection. So. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> okay. Um, and on that note, oh, how depressing. All these great things that we bought and talked about, and we end with Natosa. <laughs> Some, someone share something else that they got, just so we don't have to finish with her. Uh, quickly? Yeah. Um, uh, something to beat Natasha this week. Um, <laughs> Rabies. Uh, uh, I stubbed my toe. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I got a parking fine. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, actually, pair on my neck. <laughs> I did. I did actually get the Green Arrow DC Collectibles Green Arrow. Um, figure for Justice League, so which um, means a lot more now that um, Jeff Lemire has taken over the Green Arrow series. I don't know if you read his first issue, but it was fantastic. There you go. You saved the whole segment. Fantastic. He did exactly what what um, somebody needed to do, which was to kind of come in and in the first three pages literally wipe away everything that has happened so far. <laughs> with an explosion. <laughs> Dallas style? Yeah, it was real, seriously. It was just like, you know, let's just take all this bad stuff and all these horrible new supporting characters and put them all on a building and blow them up. <laughs> 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 okay.
that's a much better note to end this segment on. I feel like we can move on now. And we'll be (laughs) right back in a moment with Red Carded. What is this bizarro world? Well, Red Carded is a chance to poke fun at the WTF moments in our hobby. And uh, if you listened last week, you might have thought that we would find it difficult to top the uh, action figure public bathroom set. Um, but thanks to our friend Hyperion, I think we may have done it. So, Ben, over to you for the details. Ah, oh, thanks, Scott. Where do I start? <laughs> um, all right. Uh, well... You know, there there are some people out there who uh, customise action figures a little differently to the rest of us. Um, you know, for Justin and myself, we like to pick characters who are uh, yet to have been done by uh, our, our sort of favourite companies and uh, just sort of fill in the gaps ourselves. And then there are those people who do this. Um, what What is it? Okay, how can I describe it? Um... You take a bunch of Eagle Moss figures of your favourite DC characters and you repaint them so that they're mostly naked. There, I said it. <laughs> so um, the, the the clever thing about these figures I, is... Isn't that what everyone does with the Eagle Moss? Well, that's right, yeah. yeah that, that's it. Um, Don't make me feel weird, man. <laughs> they've... They've taken these recognisable characters and they've repainted the various parts of the the costume um, and so that the, the characters are basically uh, showing their, their unmentionables and they've left... They've left just enough of each character so that they're very easily recognisable. So Power Girl still sports her her red cape. She's still got her blue boots and gloves. But um, let's just say she no longer needs that kind of hole in the costume thing for her chest because there is no costume. Um, so this this person's obviously taken the time to repaint each of these Eagle Moss figures. So um, shall I dare say it? Um, they have exposed boobies. Um, you've got a choice of uh, Catwoman. Uh, you've got a choice of Poison Ivy, uh, Mary Marvel, Power Girl. Um, and, you know, if you want to contact them, they'll also do the Huntress, Raven, Donna Troy, Batgirl, Harley Quinn, and Zatanna. Now, these are coming out of the UK, and, um, yeah, they'll, they'll set you back anywhere from £17 through to uh, about £19, depending on the character. So I'm assuming that's the, the amount of effort that goes into them. Yeah, so, so, um, so guys... Yeah, so so how many are you in for? <laughs> um. uh, zero. Um, <laughs> what what cracks me up about this on the eBay site is that under first of all, it doesn't say anywhere in the listing that they are painted. It just says DC Comics Superhero Collection. Like it doesn't say anything about these are you know painted. Uh, um, they've been customized. Um, the other thing that cracks me up is under the heading, it's got the eBay like, want, and own sections. <laughs> You're like, oh, oh, I've already got those. I'll just click own. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, I, uh, I, what, what else did I just say? Speechless. Uh, 
Do you imagine if you didn't quite see the picture and you actually got one of those? And <laughs> that's not what I wanted. <laughs> so, but it's interesting that they're all DC characters. So I wonder if that means that the person sort of has a access to more DC than they do Marvel. Well, I mean, these are pretty. Some of these are actually older ones in the the collection. If you have a look at this particular seller's other items, they obviously, I don't know if they cast and mold stuff, but they do a fair bit of repainting and not just kind of, um, you know, R-rated ones, but just repaints of other mm. statues as well. It seems to be using the same sort of mold a lot, so... Um, either they've got a, access to a whole bunch of them or they might even be making their own molds. I'm not sure. Mm, good point. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> I, I clicked on one of the other pictures. Oh, oh heavens oh. above. Actually, the other um, <laughs> set with um, – oh, is worse. Oh, the hardly one? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I can, I'm not even putting that in the enhanced podcast. Sorry. That's <laughs> just anyway. Holy dooly! Uh, yes. So you thought action figures on the toilet were bad? <laughs> oh well, these are just action figures in the buff. I that's mean, right. you know, that's right. Well, we're all the same underneath. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, and, and there's 12 inch statues too. Uh, how, how exciting! Mm. Okay. Well, after that, we're going to be handing over to our listeners for some fantastic. Rapid Fire Reviews. Coming from the farthest reaches of the universe to challenge the worst villains on Earth are the most powerful heroes ever in the Battle of the Superpowers Collection. Can it be the Supermobile on the attack? The Lexor 7 armed with kryptonite? Will the Supermobile repel those deadly rays? You bet. Ready for battle? Activate Ram! New from Kenner's Superpowers Collection. Vehicles and figures with power action, each sold separately. Flying lessons for Penguin? Fish bait for Luther? Can the Supermobile defeat the Lexor 7? You decide. Well, as we celebrate one year of episodes, we decided rather than ending the show with a special guest or a different discussion topic, we would end it by handing it over to you. After all, listeners are what makes a podcast, and we have been blessed with a loyal group of listeners who don't just download every week, but give us feedback and let us know what you're enjoying, what you're not enjoying, and give us ideas for the show as well, and you have made the show what it is so far. So, Thank you very much, and have a listen to these five fantastic reviews that have been sent in by you. Some of you are podcasters that have sent in your own reviews tonight, and some are people that have recorded themselves reviewing for the very first time, and they've done a great job, so let's encourage all of them. And then at the end, you might hear a voice that is a little bit more familiar as well. But without further ado, here are our listener rapid-fire reviews. Hello there, Action Figure Blues listeners. This is Richard, the host of the Planned Banter Podcast, and today I'm going to be doing a rapid-fire review for the Hasbro Return of Marvel Legends Wave 3 Neo-Classic Armor Iron Man. This is from the year 2012, and it's from the closing wave of Hasbro's relaunch of the Marvel Legends brand name. He's an action figure that comes on a blister card package, which has a decent degree of imagery on it. They show you the other figures in the wave in illustration form on the front, 
and on the back they show you small portraits of each figure. The variants are not shown anywhere except on the individual cards, though. Though that's not really directly important with Iron Man because he has no variant. The overall packaging isn't really what I would call collector friendly because it can be a little irritating to open and you do have to just completely destroy it to get the figure out. And the taping on the sides also encourages people to return the figures around here with different figures in the packaging instead. But fortunately that did not happen this time. Iron Man has 27 points of articulation, uh, a ball jointed neck, a cut abdomen joint, a cut waist ball-jointed shoulders, double-jointed elbows, uh, bicep twists, rotating uh, lower gauntlets, ball-jointed wrists, ball-jointed hips, cut thighs, double-jointed knees, cut boot tops, and I appreciate that Hasbro tried to do this, though it didn't really work out well because of the design of the Neoclassic Armor's boots. Uh, he has ball-jointed ankles. The movement on them is kind of restricted just because the Neoclassic Armor has really big boots, but... You know, it's it's cool that they tried. All the joints work pretty well. I'm especially fond of the ball-jointed wrists because they allow you to get a lot of expression out of his hands. And, of course, the ball-jointed neck actually works really well, especially when used with the abdomen cut. It's a well-designed... There's a certain degree of reuse. I believe his arms and legs, at least above the boot and gauntlet, are reused from past figures. But otherwise, the figure's all original, which is really nice. Hasbro was clever enough to design Iron Man's chest plate with panels that tilt up at the shoulders so that his arm articulation is not blocked. Uh, that brings me to the paint, which on those panels that tilt up is not exactly the same kind of candy apple metallic red that's on the chest plate, but it's close enough, I suppose. Hasbro's been experimenting with a lot of metallic paint lately, especially because they've been making so many Iron Man figures, and this particular version has some really beautiful work Though you may want to watch out for slop around where the gold and red blend together, especially on his chest and on the faceplate of the helmet. I had a few Iron Men to choose from. The particular Walmart I purchased this figure from actually had nothing but him. Two whole pegs of eight figures apiece. So, the one I picked out I'm mostly happy with. He does have a scratch, which seems to be a minor problem with a lot of this particular Iron Man, but I suppose that's a casualty of the metallic paint they used. Overall, I think I would give this figure a 7 out of 10. I like him a lot. I'm afraid he may be a little bit on the small side in comparison to a lot of other Marvel Legend figures, simply because he's supposed to be a man in a suit of armor. Hasbro's kind of struggled with the scale on a lot of the Iron Man figures. I know that the extremist version in Return of Marvel Legends Wave 1 was a little bit on the thin side as well. But I'm particularly fond of this armor and the era of comics it came from, so I don't really have a lot of trouble recommending it. Uh, if you can get it around $15 or less, I say it's an easy buy. But be sure you check out the paint before actually taking them up to the register. Again... I'm Richard from the Plan Banter Podcast, reviewing the Hasbro Return of Marvel Legends Wave 3 Neo Classic Armor Iron Man. Thanks for having me on, guys. And congratulations for 52 episodes, a whole year of podcasting. Not an easy feat, guys. I look forward to hearing more episodes from you guys in the future, though. So don't think you can slack off just yet. Today I'll be reviewing the 
Captain America Premium Format Exclusive Captain America. This uh, this statue came out from Sideshow Toys in 2006, and that's the year I bought it when it came out. The statue comes, the, the exclusive comes with two shields, the original Captain America shield and the round shield that we're all used to, and it comes with... Uh, World War II German helmet that he stay, that you could put one foot on. It also comes with an Ultron head if you want to do the more modern pose. The uniform is all cloth except the boots and the head. The paint job on this is just remarkable. Out of all the premium formats I have, this has the most uh, attention to detail in the paint scheme. As far as articulation, this is the f- premium format figure, or so it does not have any articulation. Uh, sta- it's one of the hallmarks in my statue collection. The box it came in was, uh, it was very well packaged with a picture of Captain America on the front and sides. As f- as far as overall, if a this has increased very much in value over the the years it's been out. So in closing, I would give this 10 out of 10 dollies. And for any Captain America fan, if you could get your hands on this premium format, Captain America, it would be well worth it. Thank you very much. This is the Avenger fan, Bob Bird, signing off. This is Clint from the Final Shot Saloon Podcast, and this is my rapid-fire review. My review is actually on two figures from the same company, uh, from Dusty Trails. It's the Outlaw and the Marshall, which I don't think the company exists anymore. They came out about 2003 and 2004. They really are just a shelf display type figure. They come with their own bases. The Marshall is busting through saloon doors and has a boardwalk, and the Outlaw is just coming off the boardwalk into the street. If you position them right on the shelf, you can actually make them look like they're in a gunfight, which I like. They came in a clam shell with a cool picture on the package. Um, It was kind of a waist up. Three points of articulation. The heads, arms, and wrists move on each figure. The six shooters fit really well in their hands with even a curled finger to fit in the trigger guard. The marshal has two pistols and the outlaw has one. Like I said, the playability isn't really there. They just sit on the shelf and look cool. The colors on the figures are really well done. The marshal is dressed in a black frock coat, which is made to look like it's in motion as he's exiting the saloon in a hurry. And uh, he has a black vest and pants, has a brown holster with detailed bullets on the belt, a marshal's badge on the left of the coat, a red bow tie, and has a silver watch chain, which is kind of a cool detail. He has a white undershirt. The skin tone is excellent. Mustache and hair are brown. Even the eyes pop with the serious look of a gunfighter. And the guns are silver with brown to simulate wood grips. And the marshal looks very much like Wyatt Earp from Tombstone. The outlaw, the clothes are gray, 
dark gray pants with a dark undershirt. The holster is my favorite because it's black. Also has detailed bullets on the belt. A cool little detail is the silver spurs on his boots. His gun is silver with white grips to simulate ivory. He has a dark red scarf with the red cowboy sash around his waist, which that is to look like it's in motion as he's headed towards the marshal. His eyes are blue and look like that of a serious gunfighter. His hat is exactly like Johnny Ringo's from the movie Tombstone. Both figures actually have uh, some cool details as far as like mud on the boots and like the motion of them heading towards each other. Um, this is the first time I actually emailed a company and I suggested more figures to them and not soon after that I believe they closed or just disappeared. Um, I would give these these figures a 7 out of 10 because they are very cool, but you can't pose them. I would have liked to have been able to pose them with that intense moment right before the showdown, before the guns are drawn. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. Hi, Action Figure Blues. My name's Andrew, and here is my Rapid Fire review. It's of a 5-inch statue of my Xbox Live avatar, made by the company Figureprints. It was $50 US and $35 US shipping to Australia. It was made by a 3D printer. The printer was called a rapid prototyping machine using a plaster type powder that is bonded and sealed. One day out of the blue in September 2012, I received an email from Xbox saying the production of Xbox Live Avatar figure prints will cease at the end of 2012, with last orders being two-thirds through November. So I looked into it, and I liked what I saw. I made an account with figure prints. From there, it was easy. Type your gamer tag, and it brings up a 3D model of your avatar. You had a choice of about 20 poses. Thinking, waving, that kind of stuff. I did not want the basic clothing I had dressed my avatar in, so I looked through all the costumes and props and stumbled across the Colonial Marine combat uniform. Since I am a huge Alien fan and already had pre-ordered the Colonial Marines game, it was a obvious choice. Unfortunately, the avatar props of a motion tracker did not show up on the statue. I chose the pose I did because on all the other poses, the graphics made it look like my avatar's head was popping out of the top of the helmet. I made a deal with my twin brother that if he buys this for me for Christmas, I'll buy him something of his own choosing. It was purchased in November 2012 and I received it two months later in January 2013. No packaging, just a brown box in the mail with styrofoam protection. It was addressed to my Xbox gamer tag, though, which I found pretty funny, receiving some mail under my avatar's name. The sharp, crisp cartoon color of an avatar which you would see on your Xbox is pretty poor. There is also a sand-slash-granny look due to the material used. However, how often can you immortalize your own avatar because playing your all-time favorite film? I give a dolly rating of 7 out of 10. 
I am looking forward to displaying my statue alongside the upcoming Necker's Colonial Marines action figures. It will be out of scale, but my childhood dream of being on a bug hunt with the Marines from Aliens will at least come true in action figure form. If you go to the figure prints website, you can go get a figure print of your own World of Warcraft character, or a Minecraft world. Thank you for the opportunity to celebrate in your first birthday. You can find me on the forums posting a star card. Yes, thank you guys. Well, with my ongoing devotion of some 10 years to Dragon Ball Z, um, I figured that recently I should pick up the rest of the SH Figure Arts uh, Dragon Ball Z line. Um, and I've done that, and I've got them shipped to me, and they're all wonderful, well, mostly. Um, so tonight I thought I'd discuss with you the SH Figure Arts Dragon Ball Z Trunks. Now, for those of you that aren't aware of Dragon Ball Z, Trunks is essentially a the future son of um, Vegeta and Bulma. Um, he comes back in time to help the rest of the Z fighters fight the androids and then um, sell. Spoilers. Um, when he first comes back in time, uh, you see him initially just uh, as a purple-haired guy standing around. He's got a sword. Um, he has both of those here. He's wearing his blue jacket, his, which is a Capture Corp jacket. Um, and we quickly find out that he can turn into a Super Saiyan. Um, so, as is necessary for such a feat, we've got to swap our head um, to make him go Super Saiyan. The great thing is, it's not just a swap out head, um, so one head for each form with no real choice of faces. It's swap out base head and then swap out faces. So you get two heads and eight faces. Um, I believe that the facials are pretty much the same, it's just with different eyebrow and eye pupil colours, um, which I thought was a really good idea to do. And I'm surprised that, you know, they didn't do that earlier on in the line to allow us to have all of our favourite uh, Dragon Ball Z characters um, in one go without having to buy two figures for each, but that's fine. Um, so along with that, he's got his um, his sword, as I've mentioned. The sword uh, comes with its sheath. The sheath is removable, so it's just a strap that goes across his shoulder. It's got a little uh, pin at the end of the sheath that, that um, connects into his into the strap or vice versa really. Um, there's two blade options, which really is two hilt options for the sword. Um, there's one where the the hilt is pretty much the hilt and, I don't know, say 5mm of blade. That's the one that goes in the sheath. Um, the other sword does not actually fit into the sheath, but is a full-length sword. Um, it's an interesting choice. I guess it means that the um, the sheath looks a bit more realistic and a bit more to the correct size um, and doesn't have to worry about you know paint rubber or anything else for the the full-size sword so that's probably a good idea um, the paints on this thing are as you'd expect really good um, I haven't got any paint slot that I can see which is nice um, you've got the correct colors everywhere um, as far as articulation, it's the usual ridiculous figure arts level of, of uh, articulation. So double jointed elbows, double jointed knees, um, uh, ankle articulation, which is you know turnable, up or down with a rocker. Um, you get articulated toe, so the toe grip bit, um, double jointed hips, 
um, the shoulders on this guy are actually, um, I think, not quite as uh, mobile as on, say, the the Goku or the um, Piccolo. So that's different, but still plenty of articulation there. And, you know, standard um, head-to-neck swivel. Um, but again, I think on some of the other figures there might be a little bit more articulation in the neck. Um, not that I'm complaining, it's a, it's a great figure. Um, as far as uh, price point goes, this went for about, I think, $50 at retail US um, when it was released. It hasn't really changed much. I'm not sure what the availability of stock is like these days, but it might be one of those that's out of stock. Um, in terms of scale, it's uh, 5.5 inches, thereabouts, um, which means it fits in pretty well with um, the others in the line. So basically the same height as a Goku or a Vegeta. Um, about an inch shorter than a, a Piccolo or a Super Saiyan 3 Goku, so it seems about right. Um, guess what's left is the all-important Dolly rating. Um, look, I think it's a really good figure price point-wise. It's, it's fair. Um, I can't really see anything wrong with it. I can't really think what else I'd want with it. Um, so I reckon this guy would have to come up to, I reckon $10. I reckon that's a, that's a perfect figure, $10. Now as a little bit of a bonus, and because we all recognise that there's no point having a, a figure by itself when you are talking about Dragon Ball Z, and it's one of the things I've griped about before, let's talk about some flight stands. So what I've acquired to go with my figure arts figures is a, um, a set of Tamashi Stage Act 4 for Humanoid flight stands. Now these are really, really good flight stands from what I can tell. Um, you get three flight stands in a pack, which is about 15 bucks US. Um, the flight stand set includes a base, a uh, bendable arm, a fixed bar arm, a, uh, a clip, a uh, ankle hold clip for the um, bendable arm, and then you get a, a set of uh, sprigate things um, there's one for the bendable arm, one for the fixed bar arm, the fixed bar arm one clips on. And you essentially take off um, a couple of grip pieces off of some sprues and plug those into there. So that gives you essentially a waist hold. Um, for a, a figure arts figure, they do an excellent job. They hold the thing perfectly. For a 3.75 inch figure, they do a wonderful job. haven't tried them with a 6 inch figure yet. Um, I assume they're going to go alright. They might struggle slightly. Um, the test, the real test for them is when you put something like a Play Arts, Kai, Street Fighter figure on there. Um, I've currently got one setup holding my Kami and one setup holding my Akuma. The one with my Kami is just around her waist and it's a bendable arm and that's fine. For Akuma though, who's a bit of a bigger character, um, the waist grip can't actually fit around his waist so I've put one around his thigh and I've put a fixed bar with a clip-on claw for his other ankle and that seems to be holding him up quite well. Um, so yeah, they're quite good. If I compare them with uh, a Revoltech stand, um, they're probably a bit better than that because the Revoltech one has the kind of pre-angled arms and obviously it really only works with a Revoltech figure. Um, a Marvel Legends one, yeah, it's still pretty good, but again, it's designed for Marvel Legends. The Mattel one, uh, yeah, it looks more stylish, it's um, more rugged looking, but really the Mattel one only gave you a limited um, set of, a limited height you could go for, and it really just stands out like a sore thumb when you, um, 
when you have it in the display. Whereas the Tamashi one, you know, it's very, very functional um, and really you don't see it when it's out there in the display. So for 15 bucks, I would recommend everyone get them for uh, figure arts figures if they've got them. And uh, if you don't have figure arts figures and you're looking for a flight stand, they're a good pickup. It is a time when those who control the magic control destiny. When Spectral Knights battle evil darkly. Well, we love hearing from you, and we love it when you talk to us, and you've certainly been talking to us lately. Um, we've got a few different bits of feedback to go through, and John, you've got our first little bit of feedback. Yep. Um, my good friend Eric's from over at TV and Film Toys, who does all the fantastic reviews. He's been doing a lot of Hobbit reviews and stuff lately, so um, good job. Um, he dropped us a little note and said, awesome, awesome interview with Randy Bowen, one of the best shows ever. Which was okay, except I wasn't on it. But you know, I'm um, sure that had nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can chat that up with Eric later. <laughs> We've had lots of lovely comments about that, and thank you very much. We're, we're we are thrilled with how it went and how it's been received. And Ben, you have another piece of feedback. I do. We got one from Mudblood, and they go on to say, just finished episode 51 and really enjoyed the debate on the Star Wars six-inch line. I can completely understand all the reservations for collectors of the three and three-quarter figures. Having said that, I can't wait to get them. We'll probably give this episode another listen over the weekend. Thanks for the time and effort that goes into making these gents. Uh, And he says, P.S. I agree with Ben and Scott. I don't think it said that. <laughs> okay, I'm, I may have, I could perhaps have made up that, but you can tell, you, you can read between the lines. I'm, I, I could totally hear that. You know, that was to me that was just implied. Yeah. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Justin, you've got a uh, Facebook message for us. Yes, uh, from Facebook from Shell Brown. A uh, couple of questions. Here it goes on to read, uh, why is it so hard to find a Captain Comet figure in the red tights? Um, Can I answer that? Yeah, sure, go. Because there isn't one. Yeah, they (laughs) haven't made. Okay, next. Next. (laughs) And, uh, okay, so, and does anyone have one? Um, I have one. Yeah, Justin does. (laughs) Um, So, Shell, I'll send you Justin's address, okay? Yeah, send it it off and... Under some sort of deal, it's not a problem. Just for the record, Justin has a very nice Captain Comet in red tights. Oh, DCUC custom figure that he did. Thank you. Outstanding. That's definitely a character I would love to see done. Oh yeah, yeah. Need some. Yeah, definitely. Love to see it. So thank you everyone for that. And uh, that brings us to the end of number fifty-two of the Action Figure Blues podcast. You can download future episodes. Well, you can't download them until they're actually done. So not like ones from the future, but other ones that we do and ones that we have done in the past um, by going to actionfigureblues.com and clicking on the podcast tab, or you can subscribe at iTunes, or we're also on Stitcher Radio. If you do go to iTunes, please take the time to leave us a positive rating and review. While you're at our site, you can check out the reviews and uh, visit some of our sponsors like Mike's Comics and stuff, ShelfLife.net, and PopCulture.com. 
When we're not podcasting, we are at the AFB Forum, which is afbforum.com, where John posts as Engineer Nerd, Ben posts as Fish Milkshake, Justin posts as Night Owl, and I post as Scotty. Took me ages to work that one up. Um, we would love to hear from you with any suggestions of stuff that we should do or uh, ideas for red cards, like the red card that we had sent in this week. Uh, and you can do that by emailing podcast at actionfigureblues.com, or you can send it to us on Facebook, or of course join our forum and tell us there. If you're on Twitter, we are there too, at AFBlues. And if you're on Facebook, we are also there, facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. And with that, our first birthday is over. Yay. Yay! We eat cake now. We have to open our presents first. Do that every week. Oh, okay. Okay, it's definitely time for cake then. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Yay. Good night. Bye. Bye. Yay, happy birthday. Woo! <laughs> ready? Okay. Here we are. The addiction will be fed in five, four. Oh, wait a minute. We lost John's. Justin, what? you typed in the wrong place. Did now, I? Yes, now John's photo of his amazing Lego minifigure stand is disjointed from his words. Oh my god. Well, there you go. I just don't know if we can go on. Seriously. Whatever. <laughs> oh, you have broken the code. <laughs> I'm not reading your stuff. Whose stuff? Yours. Oh, okay. There's too much stuff. There's just too much stuff. <laughs> Netosa. You know, it could have been a male figure called the Tosser. <laughs> I'll be standing right away from him. <laughs> oh, dear. Ah, she goes. When he runs into battle. <laughs> Give me three to five years. I think if anybody on the podcast could become a super villain, it would be me. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast was brought to you by the Big Top Network. Network.